Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, it's a whole lot going on in the world of college football and the world of sports. But let's talk about the college football scene just a little bit. You know, um, this quarterback for Alabama, Tua, I can't even pronounce his last name, but, you know, some were saying the Miami Dolphins were actually losing games so they could have the first-round pick and select him in in the first pick of the NFL draft. Now, that might have been an omen in itself. You know, the thought that, you know, teams are losing, a bad team, is losing so they can take you in a draft. Well, man, I mean, but that's not the story that I'm trying to get to. The story I'm getting to is that in a game that Alabama was winning, I think it was 38 to 30 something to a little bit to a team that's not even known in the world of college football. Um, this young man, Tua, suffered a hip injury where we're told that he possibly has a a dislocation of his hip and maybe even a a fracture of his hip and he's going to have to have surgery you know and and when I when I looked at this young man from the time he started playing at Alabama he never looked like the Jalen Hurts kind of player you know this guy Jalen Hurts looks looks like a running back linebacker tight end uh, a real serious athlete where this guy uh Tua, he just really looks like a, a a a a good high school quarterback when you look at him. I mean, he doesn't look like the he doesn't have the build of what we would think of when we think about a a, a Heisman Trophy quarterback. Maybe he has that Sam Bradford um, build, but we saw what happened with, with Sam Bradford. He could never stay healthy in the NFL, no matter how hard he tried. And we're looking at this young man, and uh, he's already dealing with some injuries in his third year in college football. And the way they are hitting right now in the NFL, do you really, really want some of that, Tua? Now, this is going to be the question that that we're going to be asking, I guess, probably for the remainder of this season, throughout the spring, and probably going into the NFL draft. Uh, I guess first we're going to be asking, is he coming out? Then we're going to. Then the next question is, how healthy is he? Then the next question is going to be, is he ready? Is his is his return going to be a quality return for the NFL football? I mean, man, this, I'm telling you, these guys are stinging so hard out there in that NFL. I don't know if this cat tour is ready for this. I I just don't. I mean, and and. <laughs> And to go to a team like the Miami Dolphins, ooh, man. I mean, you're talking about Sam Bradford all over again. You know, and, and if we could think about the injuries that Sam Bradford has dealt with, wow. Hey, it, 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 his, it, Sam Bradford list is as bad as Andrew Luck, and we're going to talk about him in a minute. But let's stay on this guy tour for a little bit. All right. Now, we, we figured it out now that uh, – that 
the 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 Alabama Crimson Tide were winning so much so. And I'm I'm talking about this was like, you know, the score was was I'm trying to find a score, but the score was like 38, 38 to something. And um and here this young man is still in the game. I mean, he he's still in the game. And people are now gonna be the, the question we're gonna be asking is, hey, did Saban leave him in the game too long? Should he have been out? Um, what's what's the deal? You know, um, the the score was thirty eight to um. Hold on, hold on. Score was thirty five nothing, thirty five seven at halftime. Thirty five seven at halftime, and this young man suffers a, a broken hip, possibly a dislocation of a hip, and. You know, we're not talking about this right now, but how many athletes do you know of come back from a broken hip? I mean, how many athletes have we ever heard of dealt with a broken hip? And I'm going to tell you, I've I've gotten hit a few times in my hips, and you're talking about a painful injury. And these were just what we call hip horners, where you just got blasted with a helmet on your hip. And, And... I still feel today that some of these injuries are bothering me. But Alabama only scored three points in the second half of this football game against Mississippi State. Was it that Mississippi State was that good? Or was this team affected by the loss of their star quarterback? Hey, and to see him go off on a stretcher and to see him in such agonizing pain going off on this stretcher, man, I know that had to affect this team. But is this team does this team have a chance now at going back playing for a national championship with one loss? Is this is this a is this a team that we're gonna say, hey, we might as well chalk this one up. They're not ready for it. They don't have a starting quarterback. Or are we gonna see somebody come up out of the dust? Like we saw this guy Tua come from out of the dust, take Jalen Hurst's job, go on to be talked about as being a Heisman candidate. Hey. Who, who's who's going to be the next man up for Alabama? Now, I, I, who knows? But I, I I'm waiting to see. I want to see who who's going to be the next man up for um for the Crimson Tide. And it looks like, you know, from what we see, it's um it's a quarterback named Jones. You know um. Uh, you know, uh, I want to say Burt Jones played for um, the Crimson Tide. I, I want to say Burt Jones played for the Crimson Tide. But, hey, we got Matt Jones, hometown Jacksonville, Florida. All right? And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think this young man, um, I want to say he, he went to um, Bartram Trails High School. But Matt Jones is a quarterback for the Crimson Tide now. And, um, hey, it's going to be interesting to see how well he does. 6'2", 205, Matt Jones. Let's see what's happening, Matt. You know, um, you got your shot. Let's see what's going to happen. Let's see what's gonna, how this thing is going um, to um, play out. But I want to talk about another quarterback. And this quarterback is a professional, gets paid big money, not nearly as much as he should, but he gets paid. 
and uh, and and he's probably gonna get paid a, a nice chunk of money pretty soon, really, really soon. And I haven't heard much said about this, but I'm gonna say something about it. I'm gonna say this right now. This young man out of Palm Beach County, Florida, has made us really say, Andrew who? Andrew who? Andrew Luck? No, Andrew who? No, man, this dude, Jacoby Roussette, man, is really tearing it up. I mean, you're talking about a cat that has his team. Um, I, I think he's in first place in that division, but still, six and four. When was the last time Andrew Luck was six and four? None of us can remember that. Four years ago? Five years ago? Hey, I don't, it wasn't even in the league four or five years ago. But this cat, Jacoby Brousset, has made the Indianapolis Colts a contender. I mean, this team is really a contender. And they've played the last couple of weeks without their number one receiver. And, um, and that's T.Y. Hilton. I mean, he didn't play last week, didn't play this week. But this dude, Jacoby Brousset, is really making believers out of people. And when you think about um you think about um this quarterback, he's not a scrambler. No, no. He's now he still run the ball. Don't get it twisted. He he can run. But he's not a Lamar Jackson. He's not a Russell Wilson. What we what we say fleet of foot. He don't have fleet feet. He's not gonna outrun anybody. He might take off downfield when everybody's in man coverage with their back to him running downfield. He might take off and run for 15 yards. But Jacoby Brousset, he's a sniper. He's a Tom Brady. He wants to stand up tall in the pocket. He wants to find receivers downfield. He wants to throw it to the dump off of a, a, a running back or a fullback or a tight end. He really is. He's not a necessarily a dink and dunk kind of quarterback. He will stretch the field, but more than anything, this young man is a winner. And I mean, and, and he really has the backing of this team. And, and when you look at how this team supports him, hey, he's a winner. You know, and, and when you look at it yesterday, 15 to 24, 148 yards and one TD, hey, he is a winner. Hey, we got Jerome on the line. Jerome, what's going on? Hey, Darrell, how you doing? Hey, man, loving life, man. Every second of it. I sometimes have to slow myself down. Loving in slow motion. What's going on? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. You know, I know, yeah. you know, you know, the classic is coming up this weekend. And uh, oh, yeah. the classic, for people that don't know, it's uh, one, of the, one of the longest um, rivalry games in, in our state, uh, Bethune-Cookman uh, and FAMU University, two um, historically black colleges play against each other. And I can remember my uncle telling me he used to go to the classic back in the fifties. So that's how long <laughs> this classic has been going on. And, you know, for these to be two predominantly black colleges, how do you feel when you see fam, you, um, rolling out with a, with a white guy quarterback and winning and winning. <laughs> How do you, how does that make you feel, Jerome? Uh, not make me feel any way. I can remember back in uh, I want to say the seventies when Gremlin uh, actually started the white quarterback, and people made a big deal of it. 
Uh, when I was at college, we had uh, white kids on the baseball team. Uh, seemed like everybody at a black, historical black college got a black kicker or a punter. Uh, so if the kid can play and if he's one of the best kids and you give him a scholarship, hey, go for it. Whether he's black, white, orange, yellow, whatever. And that kid, I think he's broken all kinds of records at Florida A&M. So he's you know, been successful uh, there and uh, made the uh, community proud. And I think they're 9-1 this year. So uh, if it wasn't for them being on probation, they would be going to the MEAC championship and uh, playing in the uh, Celebration Bowl. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy for the kid. I'm happy for the university. But I do hope we beat them this weekend. <laughs> I know you're hoping that Bethune Cookman wins this game, but uh, and 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 Fam is a is a highly favored in this contest. But um, yeah. I, I I agree with you with you totally, um, Jerome. You know, um, it doesn't matter to me um, where, where you where you come from if you can play in and a college wants you to come and play for them, then you should uh, you should take advantage of that, especially if you want to go there and play for them. And 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 you're exactly right when you look at Bethune Cookman. And FAMU's baseball team, you'll see um, blacks, white, Hispanics. You'll see everybody out there, and and not only with their baseball team, you start looking at other sports too, like tennis, and um, and even some um, like basketball and women's basketball. We find um, it's a crossover. It's not just um, black universities anymore. It's just a university where kids go and and participate, and where they can get a scholarship or get their college for free. Yep. And I had a friend who went to a, a major private school that uh, when he was there, I think it was 7% uh, of the likes at the uh, 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 university, and then 5% of it was on the football team. You remember that? You know who that was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly who that was, Jerome. Yeah, I tell that story from time to time. You know, I, when I got to the University of Miami, they used to say, yeah, we got 7% black people here. 7% of our student population is black. Well, 4% of that population was our football team. Come on, man. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah. But, um, and, and you know what? And we didn't even have basketball when I got to the University of Miami. The most famous oh, basketball player at the University of Miami was Rick Barry. And he hadn't played there since like the 70s. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. And then we end up getting a basketball team, I think, around 1984, 1985. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so, right. Well, what do you it, think it, about the Kaepernick? I don't know if y'all were talking about it on the show. I just kind of jumped on. What, what do you think about the Kaepernick incident? The workout? Well, um... From what I saw from the workout, I, I think he's better than a lot of quarterbacks on rosters right now. From what I mm. saw from him throwing the ball, and he looked like he was in really, um, he looked really fit. You know what I mean? He didn't look like he mm -hmm. had that that layoff of twelve pounds that you could see on an athlete that's been not working out, not training. You know, he looks like he's really kept himself up. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with the uh, the way the NFL handled this thing because NFL just said, "Hey, you got to work out third. You got to work out Saturday." And I think they came out and said that like on Tuesday or last Monday or something. Yeah, it couldn't have been Monday because been talking about it last Monday. They came out like Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, and say, "Hey, you can work out on Saturday." I was really. Um, I, I was taken aback by that a little bit. I think they could have easily. Um, giving him two weeks. And then I'm not so sure how I feel about this whole Jay-Z thing 
in the mix of the NFL. When you talk about the NFL and some things that they don't like, Jay-Z's name is kind of coming in the mix. How do you feel about that? But yeah, I, I don't know exactly what his role is and and what it's going to be. It just sounds like, you know, it's, it's, it's just a name of a person who they're trying to put out there to say, hey, you know, this person is one of us, or kind of like a, a part of the NFL and, uh, he, he's looking at people and, I, well, what is his role? What, what does Jay-Z supposed to be doing? What he's, I really don't understand his role, and maybe it is bigger, you know, or better for people for him to be involved, but I'm, I'm just not sure because I don't know what the man's role is. I don't know what his role is either, and I don't know what is he. Is he the go-between uh, Roger Goodell and the and the black athletes, or the go between Roger Goodell and the football players, or go between Roger Goodell and the music for the NFL. What is he? I I, I don't yeah. I don't know. And um and it's almost like he 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 he, he, he the Giuliani or the other uh, dog on NFL. You know what's your role, man? <laughs> He's making on. the deals, huh? <laughs> yeah, he making the deals. What's up with this? So I'm still trying to figure out what his role is and. I don't like how he's kind of like putting his two cent in. And and one more thing before we get off this Jay-Z thing, before we get out of here. Um, you know, the NFL, the Super Bowl, the biggest game in the NFL is going to be in Miami this year. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jay-Z was like the talk about about the music in the, in the Miami Super Bowl. Well, mm-hmm. we have no booty shaking, no Luke Skywalker, no two live crew, you know, and, and Miami based music is based on Luke Skywalker, two live crew, and, and uh, Big Daddy, Trina, you know, it's a lot of artists down there. And, uh, and I just don't want it to be just an Hispanic festival. I love Hispanic right, right, people. Right. I love Hispanic people. I love Miami, but let's celebrate the whole culture of Miami, not just one side. Let's don't see. You know, it, show us the collard greens and the fried chicken as well. Now, we ain't got to see just uh, <laughs> Coyote and Doggone uh, and, 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 and uh, Oxtails. And, you know, Oxtails is a Spanish dish down there. But we ain't got to just see the, the peas and rice. You know, show us everything, man. Show us yeah. everything. That's right. That's right. Uh, I think Atlanta got in a little bit of trouble like that because it seemed like uh, they didn't want to uh, uh, showcase the Atlanta stars when they had the all-star game there and it got kind of be a big deal and uh you're right if you're gonna have it in miami man let's 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 let's, let's open up miami <laughs> yeah, i agree let's let's let, let's see it all yep, yep. hey Jerome, we got to get out of here man we're up against the commercial all right. nice talking there don't be strange we're having money right appreciate it hey guys we got to take a quick commercial break when we get back let's talk a little bit more about baker mayfield got a big win but miles garrett out for the season, maybe even next year. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, uh, man, this this college football is is still it's up in the air right now. I'm telling you, you know, Oklahoma's kind of slipped back in the race. Alabama has kind of slipped down in the race. Um, Clemson, some people are questioning what was going on with them. They're still undefeated. That's what's going on with them. Ohio State, you wonder what's happening with Ohio State. They're still in the hunt. And as long as those powerful alumni are still in the hunt, boy, they're going to be in the hunt. And I'm talking about, we're talking about um, Alabama. Alabama might be in a little trouble because they've lost their quarterback. But Ohio State, Clemson is not that powerful. You know, they, they, don't, they don't really hold, they don't give a whole lot of credence to, to, uh, to that Clemson program like they do Alabama, Ohio State, Penn State, Texas, you know, those kind of programs. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Daryl? Hey, man, I'm over here loving this life I got. I'm telling you. Hey. Yeah, I know you. I know you are. You, you got a little smile on your face. Your FSU don't won a couple of games in a row. Good gravy. Hey, you know Sanders t- ain't talking about coach no more. What's up? I'm gonna tell you the smoking they got going on. We three at O Dell. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I hear you, man. I hear you. You know, um, y- y'all y'all bowl eligible now, right? Yes, sir. Florida State is bowl eligible. Hey, and and that's 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 what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? G- give the t- give the kids a chance to go somewhere, come back with a a bag of goodies and a little cash in their pocket. Get a chance to see a city, and not just go to the city, play a game, and go back to your university. You go there and actually have a chance to visit the city, go on tours, 
You know, go out to dinner have, at have, a nice have restaurant. Fun. Yeah, have fun. You know, yeah, reap reap some rewards of all of that hard work you've had to put in. So I'm really excited for yeah. Florida State. I am. Oh, damn, man. I, I, I want to uh, expand on what you were just talking about, the different teams like uh, the Alabamas and the Clemson. But uh, what do you think about the uh, the transfer uh, portal? All those guys in those portals, they're showing up. <laughs> they are? You got Justin Fields? Yeah, I mean, they, the name of you. They, they they really are. How about the kid, um, um, Joe Barrow, the LSU quarterback? He's a transfer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Justin Fields, he's a transfer. Um, 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 Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, he's a transfer. And we and we're talking about teams that are like in the top five. Ohio State is number two. Um, LSU is number one. You know, so hey, um, I, I, that says something. That says a lot. And here it is, the number ten team, um, the kid Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. He's a transfer. So I, I really like the the uh, transfer portal. I, I like it. I think it's good. It's almost. It's kind of like free agency, of uh, of football, because see, we don't understand sometimes how how a kid can get on a, cur- a coach's nerves so much that he almost like just can't stand that kid. And in the old days, that kid had to be a good athlete and sit on the bench because the coach didn't like him. Or he had to be a good athlete and got sparingly an opportunity to play because he had a, a maybe maybe him and the coach had an argument or a disagreement about something or maybe he was got caught um, doing something and they didn't want it to go to the go public but it embarrassed the coach in his heart so it's just so many things that I think happen in the lifespan of an athlete that if he have a chance to leave and go somewhere else and start afresh and has two more years or one more year left. And and some of these teams desperately want these athletes because they know how much they need them to help their program. I think it's good. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's eliminate a lot of stuff too, but um in that same breath, I'm gonna give you an example, uh like Alabama. When Tua went down, they didn't have they didn't have Jalen Hurst uh turn to this this uh this season. Because they were all high on him, and they had Hurts on the bench. And he should have been on the field. Because he, 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 he should have been on the field. I don't care. He, his job was taken away from him. I mean, not because uh, Tua was, in my eyes, was better. Tua wasn't better. But I didn't know. see him as being that much better than Jalen Hurts either. And, you know, back in the old days, it was almost like um, – you got to earn your spot. You got to sit behind this guy maybe one year, two years. You got to earn your spot because that guy, he sat beside behind somebody for one year or two years. Now it's his turn to play, so he's going to play these next two years, and then you'll get a chance to play. Well, that doesn't work anymore because now these guys are promised things when they come to college. And if they don't get the things that they're promised when they come to college, guess what they do? They leave. They transfer. You know what I mean? And I guess that's one of the bad things about this 
about this transfer portal because if you get to college and you've been promised a starting job, well, you're you you one of the what they call the the top top ten or top fifty at your position in the nation, and you just happen to go to this university. Well, this kid over here, he went to Crescent City High School. And he was just a big old lump at Crest City High School running through stuff. And Crest City High School was a 2A school in Florida, in central West Florida somewhere. Well, this kid gets to college with you and you this big time prospect. Well, guess what? The Crest City kids start tearing everybody's ass up. Not just yours, but everybody's. Now they can't help but put him on the field. Now he gets in the game and get three sacks in one game. Guess what happens now? That kid that's the big time super stud, he said, oh, y'all like that kid over there from Crescent City. Y'all ain't giving me no more attention now. He transferred. <laughs> you just yeah. lost your job. He lost, he, and, and it's now it's no more. I'm going to fight for my job. Oh, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm gone. I'm, I'm just going to go to the next place that wants me. And guess who wants me? The team that was second on my list for recruiting. A third on my but list that, for recruiting. That don't guarantee a uh, starting spot there either. Now, in case uh, Martell from uh, Ohio State when he transferred to Miami, he 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 gave him it was giving him a chance at quarterback, but he didn't he didn't make it at quarterback. He had to transfer uh, to a uh, wide receiver. Perfect. So it don't down. always work out. No, it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't always work out. And uh, and and now we we have a situation in Miami right now where uh, we have two quarterbacks. You know what what are we gonna do with Nikasi Perry? You know is he gonna sit around and stay on the bench and wait for something to happen, or is he gonna transfer at the end of the season? Well, I'm gonna give you another example where you got guys that actually sit and wait their turn um, and be that quarterback. Uh, trash for Gators. He waited, he waited, he waited, he held the clipboard. Now he, he, he started right now. But you, when you sign a uh, program, you got to honor that program, man. Don't, don't switch because somebody beat me out. Do better and, and beat him out. I'm going to say this, Damon, because we got some people on hold. Um, Cam Newton went to the Gators. He transferred. It came a superstar at Auburn and in the NFL. Jacoby Brousset, he went to the Gators, transferred to, um, I think it was NC State, and became a superstar in the NFL right now. And like we talked about him earlier, Andrew who? Jacoby Brousset has made us say Andrew who? It used to be we talked about Andrew Luck. But now this kid, so... Both of those guys transferred and became better better players than I think they would have if they had stayed in Gainesville. So I think it's a good thing for some people. I really do think it's a good thing. Hey, Damon, we got to get out of here, man. We got Ray on the line. We'll holler at you, Damon. Thanks for calling, brother. Hey, go nose. <laughs> uh, Josh, we got Ray on the line. Ray, what's happening? Not a whole lot. Uh, enjoy listening to the show as always. Uh some weekends, that's what I do. I just sit here and listen. Uh, but uh, some of the uh, things that you're talking about there, like the guys transferring, you know, you you came out of a program where it seemed like 
running backs there, Adrian James, Nigel Davenport, uh, Clinton Portis, uh, those guys did that two years and, and were out of there and went, like you say, went to the NFL, became stars. Frank but, Gore, uh, had a, Willis McGay. Yeah. The list go on and all, on. Yeah. They were having a, a tough time getting playing time there at the U and go to the NFL and became stars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and I think it was a good thing that guys had to wait their turns. You know, you got a chance to look and learn. And, then, you know, but nowadays these guys, they, they just almost like they are guaranteed something as soon as they get to college. You know, I, I, I heard years ago that uh, uh, Jeff George and his dad came down to look at the University of Miami and uh, his dad was basically telling Jimmy Johnson what uh, they wanted for Jeff George and Jimmy told him how to get back to the airport. <laughs> I sound like Coach Johnson, man. Uh, that's that's the truth. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I, I tell this story all the time. And it didn't matter what position you had at the university. Every day before practice, it didn't matter who you were. You took a quick peek at that, at that depth chart. I don't care if you were Bertie Kozar and Vinny Tessaverde was behind you or I don't care if, if, if you were Jer- Jerome Brown and, and Dan Celio was behind you. You took a look at that depth chart to see where you were at because you knew somebody was nipping at your heels every day, wanting to take your spot, practicing as hard or harder than you because they wanted to take your spot. And that's what made that, that kept everybody on their toes, made all of us work harder, practice harder, and paid, paid attention, really close attention. You didn't make a whole lot of mistakes at the University of Miami because I'm telling you, man, if you didn't know your plays like the back of your head, you couldn't get on the field. And we ran a pro-style offense. We had a lot of audibles. It's what made these quarterbacks so good. Jim Kelly, when I got to college, this cat was saying things I didn't understand. You know, I didn't, I'm coming from a <laughs> high school team. I'm like, what in the world? You know, so – and I – I didn't touch the field until my second year because I didn't I didn't know the plays and, and you, they wouldn't let you touch the field until you knew your plays inside and out. Matter of fact, I ended up playing early because the guy that was in front of me couldn't keep up with his plays, couldn't didn't know all his information like he needed to. So it's it's important that um that that you wait your turn and and, and you you put in the time. I think you need to put in the time and. It's the same thing, I think, in the NFL. We got some quarterbacks now in the NFL, Ray, I think are really going to be no good. Uh, Sam Darnold, I I think his career might be in trouble because he's just been thrown to the wolves. He never had a chance to really see anything happen or develop. Um, um, It's it's a couple more quarterbacks. I just can't think of the name right now. But these these guys are are really in trouble because – um, and your quarterback, um, the Redskins Haskins. Haskins. Yeah. He, he almost looks like a deer in headlights out there right now. And, um, and, and that's a, uh, Haskins, uh, come out of Ohio state playing one year, of major ball, uh, the same with the kid up, up there in Chicago, uh, uh, Mitchell, uh, uh, Trubisky. Yeah. I think he had, 
13 starts at, at North Carolina. Uh, and, and like you're saying, uh, those times down at the U, you guys competed, you, you worked hard, uh, and, uh, uh, guys were dedicated to the program. They wanted to be part of the U and that's what I think the alumni, uh, guys are, are now trying to instill in the younger guy. And I heard the younger guys had a, a meeting, I think, right around the Georgia Tech game. And I think some of them are starting to get it. I, I, I think they are. I, I, I really, I really do, uh, Ray. I, I think some of these young guys are starting to get it. Now, um, if they, if they hold on and, and, um, come back, with more fire next year, and I, I think that's a that's a big motivation factor for Manny Diaz. You know, I heard him say too many times this year that this team didn't get themselves up, didn't get themselves ready. They overlooked a team, or they over, they didn't prepare hard enough. That's his job. I, in my mind, that's uh-huh. his job. He has to prepare them hard enough. He has to when he has to see when they when they're slacking a little bit. He had to crack the whip, whatever it takes. You know, uh, I. This is this is a this is a story from Howard Snellenberger's playbook. We would we would leave our our locker room and we'd have to jog probably about maybe like 200, 250 meters to our practice field. We had two practice fields. We jog like two hundred meters to the practice field. And really, if he didn't think it was a few days, he would stop practice make us go back in the locker room and come back out. And if you didn't come out with more energy than you did that first time, it was going to be hell to pay that day, man. And I mean, <laughs> you knew that. I mean, you knew that, right? So I think it's up to the coach to see these things. When you see your team is like slacking a little bit or not focused like they should be, you got to do something to shock them right away and get their mind focused on on our job at, ha- at hand. Yeah. And, 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 you know, guys have to realize they really have to earn it. You don't get a, you don't get a participation certificate when you put on that uniform. No, no, that, that, that don't exist. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's for sure. And, and, you know, and I, and I think I see a lot more of that in the last few games from this team. I see a lot more pride, um, from this team, I, I see them playing with a, a lot more energy, and and, um, and and you see a lot more more plays being made, especially on defense. Um, I still think we're a few playmakers away on offense, but uh, I I think we're just coming around on defense at the right time, and it's going to be interesting to see um see what kind of bowl game um, this Miami Hurricane team is going to be uh, off to this year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna be uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, Ray, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night talking all kind of sports, talking all kind of football, <laughs> basketball, and and we always we always talking a little gossip on our show too. And it's all about the you. <laughs> always. Thanks, Ray. We'll holler at you. Don't be a stranger. Right. We're here every Monday night. Thanks, buddy. Hey, guys, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. And um, when we get back, I think we got Vince from Fort Lickerdale on the line. I, I think he's on the line. But, hey, we'll be right back after these messages. We're talking more sports info on voiceamerica.com. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, man, at Miami Dolphins, I think they were trying to lose every game at one point. Because we had some people on our show saying that the Miami Dolphins were playing a semi-pro team. They didn't have a professional team on the field. They had a semi-pro team on the field. Now, uh, Dolphins have won two games, you know, and, and, and yesterday they, they were really hanging in there with, um, they were hanging in there with, uh, with the Buffalo Bills at one point. The score was like um, uh, 23 to 14, I think, at, at the halftime. And, hey, that wasn't a bad score for, um, for, the, for the Miami Dolphins. Two touchdowns by halftime, but they end up losing. And, um, and <laughs> Fitzpatrick is still, is still the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. I mean, you know, when we look at the um, at the Buffalo Bills, who the Miami Dolphins played yesterday, Josh Allen is not that he's no he's not a really great quarterback. You know, he's 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 an okay quarterback. He really is, and I I I personally like Josh Allen, and I like him because I don't think he make a lot of mistakes. I think he can run the ball. He'll take a chance on running the ball from time to time. I I like his game. Like yesterday, he had seven rushes for fifty six yards. That's pretty good for a quarterback, you know. And he went, and he had um, twenty-one or thirty-three for two fifty-six. That ain't bad for um, three TDs, no interceptions. Those are winning numbers in the NFL. Hey, we got Vince on the line, and I know Vince want to talk about what's going on down there in Miami and Fort Lauderdale and the Miami Dolphins. What's going on, Vince? Hey, how you doing, Miss Oliver? Man, I'm loving life. What's going on with you? I'm enjoying the show tonight. I was just listening to you a little bit early, and I got about two or three comments I want to make on you that, that um, I wanted to have a take on. Uh, okay. Number one, 
the first t- the first hold thing on, Vince, was Vince, like Vince, Vince, hold on, hold on. Before mm-hmm. we go anywhere, before we go any further, is, is this a new phone you got or something? Because you sound crystal clear, man. You sound very, yeah. very good, man. I don't hear hey, no echo in the background. Get a new phone, man. Oh, okay. Hey, Jot right. told me to get a new phone, so I had to come through for Jot. Tell Jot one, one time for the whole team. <laughs> but anyway, I gave him one of my thoughts, what you what you were saying earlier. I'll listen to you on the show a little early okay. about the, the, the Super Bowl in Miami and that they know that in Miami and they try to develop Miami as a, a city where we are not the greatest city in the world, but we the best city in the world because they try to make New York be the best in the world. But at the same time, everybody from New York, they come and hide down there in Miami and do all their dirt on South Beach. But then at the same time, they try to hide it under the table. But at the same time, the reason I'm saying what you're saying, because when the Super Bowl comes, like you say, we ain't got no Luther Campbell. They already know it's two live crew down here. They got Trick Daddy down here. We got Trina down here. We got all these good celebrities down here that supposed to be a part of us. But then they Rick come, Ross, Betty right? Come, come down here like they said. We come to Fort Lauderdale, Dade County, and, and Miami County. One thing about us, ain't no coward in brown, ain't no kid in days. So they already know. They try to ease down here on the download show side. I want to say that to your comment, what you were saying about that on, on the show. And my next question on the show, I was just sitting there thinking about, I understand now why the athlete deserves some money for playing football or cause a tour. Because when he got hurt this week, when he broke his hip or whatever he did, now his stock goes down to the NFL. They might want to draft him. And you never know, but we don't know. And that's why they do reserve their money. And that's my take about everything. But I, And then I got one more thing to say. I'm listening to everybody following Kanye West to Jesus Christ. One what? thing about the Lord, you can't play with the Bible. <laughs> and so... I will leave that with you. I just want to hear your comment on that. No, I ain't even gonna comment on that, man. I, you know, hey, hey, hey. Any time a guy, it, it, when 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 a guy says that um, people in slavery deserve being in slavery, oh man, I, I don't. I, he has. I have nothing. He can't say too many things that I want to listen to. Matter of fact, I don't even want to listen to his music. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I still don't listen to his music. So, so I'm saying, when people say idiotic things like that, I just, you know, they, they, they really, um, they, they, I, I'm not gonna say turn me against them because I really try to make an effort to love everybody, but I don't have to pay you attention because that just don't make sense to me. But let's get back to this guy tour, you know. And you're right, Vince. I think his career may be over, you know, not just his yeah. season. His career could be over. Uh, now, uh, I, I don't know how this thing is going to work, but he has surgery on his hip. How many people have you known had hip surgery and come back and be a productive athlete? Not that I know. Not that I know either, man. And I and I really think about this. Now, I feel you know, bad people, for him. Well, I, I feel bad for him, too. And, uh, and when we look at... 
And, and you know why? You know why I feel bad for him too. This young man has been dealing with injuries this whole season, pretty much. You understand what I'm saying? And it was almost uh-huh. like a rush, rush job to get him back on the field. Now he went back on the field, but was he healthy? How healthy was he when he went back on the field to play? Because it's been like last for the last three weeks, it's been like hit and miss with him. He might play a little bit, didn't play. So he wasn't really healthy enough to be out there on the field like he was. I don't think he was. And I'm going to say it again, uh-huh. man. Some of these guys, some of these guys need to take a play out of the Kawhi Leonard injury playbook. If you're not ready to go, don't go. Because you see what yeah. can happen to you when you're not ready, when you're not healthy. And I'm going to tell you right now, I said it on the show last week. Mahomes, he didn't look healthy last week. He didn't look 100%. He didn't look 90%. And if you're going out mm-hmm. there at 85% and some of these guys, 300 pounds, run as fast as you, and they're 100%, mm-hmm. you better watch yourself, man. Better watch yourself. That so. was Drew Brees. Drew Brees came back too soon, too. you right. I, I, I don't it, know. It was like you say, some, some of them guys, they think their job being jeopardy, but in the NFL, they get paid for it. So that's different. But in college, you don't get paid for it. And, and it tear up your, your, your livelihood. You know what I mean? Because right now, Tua, just like me and you right now, there's, he just like an average kid on the on the block. He's not a football player no more. After that surgery, he's got to sit out. he got to watch. He can't run. He can't do nothing. he got to hope the Lord bless him to get back healthy to be able to play again. But at the same time, he don't like the NFL. You get a check to take care of your life and to take care of your family or whatever. Now you got to sit back in the watch. And hope you be an analyzer. Hopefully he can get a job as an analyzer or ESP guy. And he can talk about it. They can pay him money to try to make up what the difference that he Man, probably could have, would have, should have. But he's no but Tim I don't Tebow. Know. No, he's no Tim I Tebow. Know. We won't get no That's what I know. Now, hey, now, now, listen, know, before we get out of here, before we get out of here, because we we're running out of time. What you think okay. about this guy, Miles Garrett, snatching off the oh helmet of Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback and then crash the helmet down on his head. I mean, I mean, and now they're talking about this young man is suspended indefinitely. I mean, he could be suspended. Now, who knows? Indefinitely means that that, that might mean four games this year, you know, because, you know, he's going to yeah. appeal this suspension, and it might mean just the rest of this season, and he'll start a fresh well, new next season. My, How do you feel about my this? Thing, my, my thing, my thing, um, my thing, I think I heard you were talking about this earlier. My thing is, period. You got that. I can't think of that guy name. He be on Get Up in the morning with Stephen A. D. and the big dude. He's the one who's trying to tell me how he got assault against the guy, which I don't think that was an assault. What he did, but he did it out of action of playing football and madness and. Things happen. That's where they have them on the field. And NFL got their own PA where they can handle their own situation on the field. That's why they got the, 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 um, the um, what you call it, the, 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 the head man over the, over the, the, the thing. But anyway, I don't think, yeah, Roger Cadell, that's what I mean. Anyway, I don't think, I think Roger Cadell 
situation should not let someone else like them reporters and all that there analyze what he got to do for that guy. Now, if if he's going to suspend the guy for the year, fine. I think he deserves to be suspended for the year because that's out of conference and playing football. Now, even if you give him a couple more games for next year, I can understand that too. But at the same time, I don't think his livelihood should be taken away from him or one mistake because anybody in the world do that. They do that in hockey every time. They they fight with yeah, the stick. They do. In basketball, they fight with their hands. Yeah. They don't have too many fights in basketball. Not like they used to. Mm-hmm. They really don't Not have like that, but I'm just Not saying, like but what I'm saying, when these guys saying. get in them kind of fight, they, they, they suspend them, but they don't suspend them for the whole season, and then I, they don't suspend them for not being able to play next year or two years later like they did Kaepernick. Well, Kaepernick, they did nothing. They got banned for free. Well, so, how about this, I don't now? know. The NFL got their own situation of doing things. All right, I got two more things before we get out of here, Vince. We only got a couple of minutes before we get out of here now. I want you to, I want you to just be short on these questions now. This porn star named Tiana Trump said she, she this is this is these are her words now. She said an Oklahoma Thunder basketball player owes her money. Say he sent for her, told her to come out to some place where he was while he was on the road, had sex with him, say he was supposed to pay for the plane ticket and pay for the sex, and she said if he don't pay her her money, she gonna expose him in the next day or so. I promise you she ain't gonna have to expose him because somebody getting ready to come up with that money. you know, I hope he had the same problem out there in Vegas. Yeah. You, you yeah. got to pay and them these, bills, it, man. And yeah. these women, these days, they claim the fame because they go at you with the money. They send them on you, the money boy. Yeah, yeah. And they don't want to go to work. They want to earn their paycheck by suing you. And them lawyers eat it up, and and, and they don't pencil with me long as they long as they got a chance. They don't care about what size you're on. They want to hear about you raping them. Now all they want to hear about they they you 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 propose them with sex and all that. There. But the, the true fact, you be mobbed before you even get in court. Yep, you, you right. You know man. what I mean. And yep. then my hey, thing man. is, if, 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 wait before. Let me say that before you go, this one more thing. My thing is this, too. If 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 a person did all this to you, why you don't call the police right then? Because they want the money. They don't want the police involved. <laughs> they want their money, Vince. We got to get out of yeah. here. I'll okay. you. Love you much, brother. Don't hesitate. Give us a call every Monday night. Always. Peace. Hey. Guys, next week with more sports information on voiceamerica.com. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more sports info UM. We'll see you then.